Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Download the notes at kcm.org notes. Hello, everybody. We're Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. Today is a wonderful day in the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and we are going to dig into it right now. Father, we thank you for it. We praise you for your word. We thank you for your presence in this, in this television studio today. The healer is here. Glory to God. The glory is here. Thank you. And we receive you, sir. And we open our hearts and we open our minds. Change us, Lord Jesus. We receive revelation from heaven today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Dr. Caroline Leaf, bless your heart. My, how this has fed me again for you to be here. Let's let's go right straight to, um, let's go right straight to Isaiah 26. Now we're we're talking about the human brain and how this physical organ how the mind, which is part of your soul, which is part of your spirit, the spirit's born again. The mind has to be renewed. But then your your mind uses your physical brain to do what it does in this natural physical world. And your brain has far more capacity than than any human except Jesus has ever walked in. So now, Isaiah 26, verse three, if you will keep him, thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in thee. Now, I have a little cross-reference here on the word mind. And you come over to that reference, and his and it says thought or imagination. Mm-hmm. Now, remember now what the word says in Second Corinthians ten three four and five, mm-hmm. that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal; they're not natural, mm-hmm. but powerful through God. Now, listen and get this now. Grab hold of this. Powerful through God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing, you could say that every high thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of what you know that the Word of God says, bringing into captivity Every thought, uh, isn't that what that said right there? Mm. Keeping it stayed on him, bringing every thought captive before the Lord Jesus, being in a, being in a readiness to stand against every disobedient thought. So good. Now, th- this is what I want you to get. Unborn again people can't do that. They can go through the exercise of it, but you can't do it in the natural. We have the mighty power, Mm -hmm. the power of His might. We're strong in the Lord and the power of His might. We have the power 
in our reborn human spirit to control the mind and control the brain. That's it. We can choose thoughts. We're commanded to only think on those things that are good, lovely, good report, virtues, and so forth. Think on these things. things. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Now, show us how to do this. Okay. And what what, what I'm so eager to, to, Mm. to learn here is what actually is going on in my brain when I obey these words and I'm doing what he says do, what is, what's happening in here that is opening up my brain to get out of this 0.2% level? I want to, we have the mind of Christ to get that mind over into this brain where my my memory capacity and, and my brain capacity goes from this little peanut nothing compared to what's there exactly. on out into his glory and 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 to be able to walk in this in in this horribly damaged world mm-hmm. with the anointing and and the goodness of God in our lives and be able to minister to people on a higher level. Yeah. In the scripture, it's called renewing your mind. That, well, that's, that's, that's what... It's and, 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 you have to have yeah. the Word of God. Otherwise, it doesn't work. It, you, don't, you just don't get it without mm-hmm. that. No, and the, and the renewing of the mind, you can actively... You've said it over and over again. We have the God-given right and ability yeah. to choose a thought and yes. think it. Yes. Amen. That's it. That's the whole bottom line yeah. of this. We, it? That's it. It's the choice. It's the ability to control our reactions. So in a world of science without God, and I mean, it's God's stuff anyway. So when they, when they take science and they exclude God from the equation, they're making a big mistake because God's science will work, but there's no sustainability. In other words, it won't maintain, it won't so the self-help industry applies the scientific principles correctly, so mind will change brain, because that's how God set up the laws. You know, gravity, if you, if gravity works, these are laws, but there's no sustainability unless it's in Christ. So that's what you were saying, unless you renew our mind in Christ, whatever changes you make in your life will not stay there until you are in Christ. So that's the first point first point. That's why the world is in getting worse There's and no going down. There. There's no power. So what we do is we yeah. take the same principles of science and we add the power of God, which is how it was designed well, now, in the first that fit, place. That, that fits right there when in the eighth chapter of Romans to, to yes. be carnally or to, to be, be natural minded, minded yeah. which means your brain is in a state of chaos when you're in natural. It can't be anything else. Exactly. It's death. It's death. Well, think about our commandment. What is our commandment? To love. To walk in love. To walk in love. That keeps your brain going right. Exactly. That's exactly. So when you walk in love, you op- you get all the gift profile operating and working properly. Praise so God. So that's the, the and that's what this, that's why I call it a gift. And when it, you get in strife, it's like it's, it, you know. It's a gift blocker. In love. That's exactly. our commandment. That's it. so we it's not that we have a choice. We're commanded. We're to walk commanded in love. to do it. That's the thing. For our good. But then on the other hand, 
You have to choose it to do it. Yeah, that's right. You have to choose to walk in love, and when you choose to walk in love, you activate the correct thinking and then you operate in the right way. So what I love about what God's done is that he gives us a physical body as a feedback system. So we, you, you, if you learn to listen to your body, you'll actually know when you're not making the right decision. So you literally have what I call discomfort zones in your body. And these discomfort zones are when our body is operating in chaos, when we've stepped over into walking out of love and we make the wrong choices, we react incorrectly and we do all that's all mind stuff. That's all choices that we're making with our mind. We don't then think correctly, so we've now stepped out of our gift because our gift is thinking correctly. Then we step into this discomfort zone and then our body reacts. And we have various, we have loads of discomfort zones in our brain and in our body. And one of them is one that we're all very familiar with and that is what, what is often referred to as the stress response. So, you know, the stress response, when people talk about they're in stress, well, here's the thing, we designed for stress. Stress is a good thing. It actually makes us alert, focused, and, and, and able to do what we're supposed to do. But if we are in this zone, in God's zone, listening to God, stress operates correctly. We think correctly, we're sharp, we're focused, we're filled with wisdom, we walk in love, we operate in our gift. But when we choose to think, oh, and we ignore God, and we think, oh, this is terrible, and we look at the, st we look at the situation incorrectly, so we perceive the stressful situation as being negative or toxic, um, and that we can't handle it. So even if the situation is toxic, but we perceive our ability to react as as toxic. So we look at stress incorrectly, we then throw ourselves into toxic stress. So we take what was designed to help us focus and hear God and rejoice despite the circumstances. We take that, ignore God, and we step into that zone and we now take what was good and we throw ourselves into toxic stress. So instead of um, instead of our, for example, when we are in, st in the stress, good stress, your blood vessels around your heart will dilate and the blood will pump better so it moves to your brain better so you have more blood in your brain, more oxygen in your brain. So you just function, your brain then functions in its gift. But if you So are, it has a chance to come up above the, the pressure that's It comes up, up and then that's how we rejoice yeah, despite the circumstance. That. So we're not rejoicing for the issue, we're rejoicing that God knows the way through the issue, that He's there with us through the issue. But that's a mindset change. So when you choose to say, okay God, this is terrible, but you know what to do in this situation, your body responds. Your discomfort zone is now activated into a comfort zone and things that um, good things happen, lots of blood, lots of oxygen, and you can hear God and you operate in your gift. If you don't do, if you don't listen to God and you panic and you choose to react incorrectly, then instead of your blood vessels around your heart dilating, they constrict. So now we've got less blood flow, less oxygen to the brain, and you set yourself up the for a cardiovascular thing you did event. Not want in the first place. Well, exactly. So yeah. you take stress, which is good and you turn it into toxicity. So you step out of your gift, um, you're stepping out of your gift into toxic stress, chaos in your mind, neurochemicals flow incorrectly, quantum levels of energy, the quantum physics of the brain flows incorrectly, the electromagnetic energy flows, flow, flows incorrectly, there's chaos, your DNA expresses incorrectly, you, this whole thing starts manifesting, you get inflammation and you're in death zone. And that's where research shows 75 to 98% of current mental, physical, emotional and behavioral illnesses today come from our thought life. It's pretty much 100%. It started when Adam and Eve mm -hmm. made the first wrong mm -hmm. choice mm -hmm. and that affected our DNA. Think so, about our commandment to walk in walk love. In love. We have to keep coming love back to... Love is not touchy, fretful or resentful. Pays no attention to a suffered wrong. That's the Amplified. So part of it is, uh, that's the Amplified, but that's not the whole verse. But 
think about what you keep yourself, your body, your mind, and everything out of when you don't get in stress over getting out of love. It's now that a, brings if you up forgive. That that brings up something right there. That's true. In using our commandment and and our work commanded not only to walk in love, but it's impossible to please God without faith. Exactly. Now you got all this pressure thrown at you. Mm -hmm. Stress is, boy, it is here. Just, mm -hmm. Now the apostle Paul said, none of these things move me. Yes. And you start looking at this and you... He made man, a it, And it just... What I'm hearing you say and what Gloria just said, yeah. I'm commanded... I am commanded to walk and live in love. Mm -hmm. Now, I need to stop right now, right in the middle of all this mess, all this bad news I just heard. Sir, I choose your love. Mm -hmm. I refuse to fear. I don't care what they came and told me about here. I refuse to fear. What if, what if I in this moment, I, I'm, I've done this a lot yeah. personally, but this mm -hmm. is just my, my personal yeah. life. Mm -hmm. But right at that moment, go back to your commandment. Yeah. My father loves me. I walk mm -hmm. in love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My father loves me. And his love casts out fear out of me. I refuse to fear. I forgive if I have aught against if I have, That's what Jesus said when you're praying. Mm -hmm. for, uh, believe you receive and you shall have. And when you stand praying, Forgive. That helps you. That puts you, that puts yeah. you in the zone, doesn't it? Well, it does. It puts you in that zone. It makes your gift switch on. And the minute your gift is switching on, you're listening to the Holy Spirit. So he, when, as He lays down truth in the intuition of your spirit, man, you can hear now Him. Now you can hear Him. You can hear Him. And besides and you that, hear. you just went free from whatever you get it was. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the whole thing. Keep your, your mind is stayed. So it's not now and then your mind's yeah. got to stay on Christ Jesus. So when we talk about choice in one of the next broadcasts, I'll show you visually what that means. But in terms of this whole concept of filling in the profile, what, what I love about it is that once you fill in your profile that we spoke about on last week's broadcast, you actually get a description of how it feels to be in mind stayed on Him zone, peace zone, yeah. love zone. It tells you that, it helps you feel that and experience that in a tangible way. I'm hearing you say that, again, I think it's on page 100 of, of the workbook. And, yeah. and you, you get into that profile. And as I'm going through the profile, I am asking certain, I'm asking myself certain questions, certain mm -hmm. questions that are designed to cause my thinking in a line here that causes my brain to line up in the 
processing the way it's supposed to be working. Yes, which is unique to you. It'll be different for every person. So the questions help you um, externalize what's happening internally. So the questions, um, once you've filled them in and you've scored the little thing, it's a description to help you understand what it means to be walking in your gift so that you can keep your mind stayed on him. That's what it's doing. So the questions help to, the questions are related to each of the seven different pillars of thought or the seven different mm, zones, as yeah. you mentioned. And, and they, you, we need all seven because all seven are actually involved in the digestion process. So in order to hear God, Literally, we have to process what he's, he is saying and what the world is telling us through those seven zones or the seven pillars of thought in your unique way. So, because he, he's got, he wants you, your angle. He's given you your angle. So, as you process, you process through that and then it's digested. So, for example, the very first, whatever comes out the highest score, um, that tells you how you pay attention. So, how you pay attention is the first step. Then once you've paid attention, your brain automatically shifts into one of the other zones and you then start building a temporary memory. So God has designed that we can quickly build this temporary memory, otherwise you would have forgotten what I had just said. So temporary oh, yeah, memory, yeah. so that, yeah, so yeah, that and another zone is used for that and it's different for everyone. And then another zone or another pillar of thought is used to, um, to what we call confirm. In other words, is this accurate? Adding more layers or more levels, get, looking at truth. And then there's another, and this is all happening fast. This is all happening over between two and seven seconds somewhere. And, and it's happening on an unconscious level at 40 times a second. So it's happening on multiple layers very fast. But when, I do, when you do the profile, we're externalizing an internal process to teach you what it feels like, to discipline your mind, to give you the, the sense of what it means to have this good thinking, to help people then to control their thought life. Because that's ultimately what it's going to do. The gift profile is going to teach you how to control your thought life, how to keep your mind stayed on him, how to walk in love, because it shows you how you uniquely think. So each of the seven seven things, once you've confirmed, you then, what we call, it's called integration. We start integrating. We start linking mm. this new information with existing memories. We then start using it to a certain extent. There's a level of application happening, and then we close the cycle. Then we start again. Another two seconds, we go through all seven, all seven stages. So every bit of information coming into our mind through the physical brain, passes through the physical brain in these, and using those zones to do one of those different stages of digestion. So you may use, you may pay attention by deep thinking, which is that, so we would find tremendously high activity in, as you start paying attention for the first second or so, and then, but you may pay attention through, um, through this, the sec this third one over here, linguistics. So if we had to look in your brain as you start listening to me, you, this part may fire up in you to, to, for you in order for you to gather the information and that part may fire up in you. I'm just guessing, just from what I know about you both now, I'm just guessing your profiles. Um, though, though, and that's two different things. So both of you are paying attention differently and that starts the process. And then you would build your temporary memory. You may build it through um, seeing images, you may build your temporary memory through um, questions, whatever. So you see, it's different for each person. So we go through seven stages of in our mind of processing the information, and each stage is happening in a different part of the brain for each person. 
but you, so you, but you use, each of us has our own pattern. So you, once you've done the profile once, that's your pattern. That's how you digest the information. So you don't, that doesn't change through your lifestyle because you are you. You just get better at being you. Hmm. So the more you get in right. the word. So you just get better at, at being, being you. That's you good. get better at being <laughs> what you. God created you that's to it. be. Exactly. So this profile kind of kickstarts that process. This mm. is how we, this is who I am. This is how I can hear God. This is how I can build my you-ness. I call it the I factor, which overrides everything. You know the whole debate that we've always had for many, many years about is it nature that dominates? Is it nurture? Nature being our biology, is that dominant? That's what science would like to tell us. Then there's the debate about nurture, your, how you, your upbringing, your experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, the social scientists will say that's more important. So there's always this fight that's been going on. Then they kind of sort of agree that maybe it's a mixture of the two. But what they've completely forgotten about, and this is something I researched 30 years ago, is that the I factor, the uniqueness, you, me, the true you, that's what will dominate and override nature and nurture. So, because nature's come through perfect with the imperfections on top from the past and the etc., and nurture's not always perfect. So those two things have got flaws. Nature and nurture have got flaws. But the I factor is the perfect you that was created in his image. And when the I factor aligns with God, that's when the perfect will rise up and override all the damage, all the toxicity, all the past, all the math memories. So, so you're, you're, you're describing the power of deliverance. Literally. Yeah. That's literally that's a very good way of putting it. I remember, I like well, we, we talked about this uh, last week, I think I mentioned it. When uh, the, the first time, I mean, I had, I, man, I smoked cigarettes because I liked it. I enjoyed it I, and all of that. But then I got born again. I wanted to get rid of these things, and, and they, had, they had such a hold on me. Because you had this habit built in. Yeah, it was, and it was just, it was just, it was terrible. So you weren't using your gift. So, but the first time I got into a word-controlled environment, I'd, I'd never been in that. And we'd been born again for several years, but I'd, I'd never been, been in, in, in that kind of, yeah. uh, well, not several years. We'd, we'd been born again that time, um, about a year. And... I got into a, a meeting where the word was being preached. So that word started activating your gift. And that meeting time. lasted for six weeks. So you were just. And about three weeks into this thing, um, somebody gave me the money to go to Fort Worth and get Gloria. So, and I got in the car, and there was my cigarettes up over the sun visor. I hadn't, and, and this this was so big. I hadn't thought about them. Because you're for mind. three weeks. And that is so significant. We need to talk about that in the next broadcast. That three weeks and the fact that you hadn't thought about them, what actually happened in your brain. That's, the, oh, That's yeah. Good. That'll be good. That'll be a good one. Oh, you can use yeah. that to dissect the whole thing. Oh, look at you. I reached over here and pitched them out and it was gone. Now we'll tell you why. So I didn't quit. But the washing of the water of the world enabled you to choose to throw it away. And away it went. Took the desire. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Be sure to get the notes at kcm.org slash notes. And remember, Jesus is Lord.